Hey guys, and welcome back to the e-commerce queen podcast. I'm so excited for you to listen to today's episode because I had a beautiful guest join me today. Her name is Chelsea Berman and she's from Blossom Media. Um, she's a social media marketer. So she was actually the first social media uh, marketer that I've ever had in my podcast. So super, super, super excited for you to listen to this episode. There's so much value in this episode we talked about so many different topics we talked about mostly facebook advertising so this whole episode is almost all about like facebook ads uh we talked about like how do you know like when you are ready you know as a beginning like when you just launch your brand like um as a beginner e-commerce entrepreneur entrepreneur like when do you know like when you already start running ads things you need to have in order we also talked about the budgeting like what kind of budget do you need to have um as a beginner uh and we also talked a little bit about tiktok ads and facebook ads like the differences between these two platforms uh we talked about like all these good tips for beginners we talked about like key elements that makes a great ad also we talked about the ios update so basically how that impacted like facebook advertising when it um came and so many oh my like we talked about so many different topics there's so much value in this whole episode so please listen until the end you're not gonna regret it there's so many incredible tips that chelsea gave to you guys uh so super super excited for you all uh listen to this also uh all the chelsea's information is linked to the description as well so after you have listened you can go follow chelsea on instagram uh, she shares incredible super valuable content uh, on her instagram and she also has um uh, a podcast an e-commerce podcast so you guys can go check that out as well but yeah i'm not gonna spoil the episode too much uh just wanted to do a small intro here um so without further ado let's go straight into the episode Hello guys and welcome back to the e-commerce queen podcast. I'm super excited for today's episode because I'm having a guest after a while. I haven't had a guest on my podcast for like the past few months. So I'm here with Chelsea today from Blossom Media. I'm super excited to interview you today. Uh, and welcome, first of all. Thank you. No, thanks so much for having me. I've been a long time listener of the podcast, so very excited to be a guest. Yeah, and I'm actually it's interesting because like we've never done like a podcast together or anything, but I've been following you on Instagram for like at least for a year, like, or like one and a half years for like a long time. And I've never had a, like a e-com marketer or like Facebook ads, like expert in my podcast. So I'm super excited that you reached out to me because I was planning on like interviewing someone within like the coming months, like who knows about Facebook ads and everything. So super excited to interview you. Um, so I would say we're gonna mostly cover like, obviously, you know, like so much about advertising everything so we have so much to talk i have like so many topics prepare- prepared so hopefully we'll cover cover all of them today um but first of all do you just want to like in like um introduce yourself a little bit so my listeners know who you are sure. and what do you do specifically? yes definitely so i'm chelsea and i run a social media marketing agency called blossom media uh, and we've been running for nearly three years it'll be three years in july so coming up to our birthday which is exciting yes. and uh yeah we specialize in uh facebook and instagram both organic social media marketing and then the paid advertising side of things uh, and yeah, for e-commerce brands specifically. So any type of e-commerce brand, but, um, yeah, that's definitely what I love doing helping e-commerce brands. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's what we've kind of been doing for the last probably two years. We've kind of niched into the e-commerce space. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great because, because you have all the experience with like, uh, you know, doing ads for product based businesses, because that's what most of my listeners are like, you know, selling products. Cause I feel like it, yeah. it's really different when it comes to like selling services, like the ads like definitely it's really different like when it comes to the whole like part when it comes like selling services and everything so 
yeah, that, that, that's super cool. Can I ask you when, like, how did you, when, when did you start your business? And also like, how did you learn to run ads? Because like most of like, it's not easy, right? Like you really need to learn how to, you know, how the system works, like how to do the ads. Like there's so many things that goes into it. So how did you kind of get into the whole industry? Yes. Good idea. Um, so I started my business in 2019, um, but it was kind of on the side of my full-time job, which was at a marketing agency. Uh, and then I kind of went full-time in March 2020, which was kind of just when COVID happened, which was yeah. probably not the best time to go full-time, but luckily it was okay for me um, because yeah. it was, you know, all online. Uh, but in terms of the Facebook ads, so I actually had a client who was a service provider at the time uh, ask me to do Facebook ads for her and she was, um, she knew that I'd never done it before, uh, but she was fine with that and she kind of just wanted me to be able to practice on her, which was amazing. Yeah. Um, amazing to get a client that would let me practice on them, yeah. which was great. Uh, so I basically did a course. Uh, it was like a kind of advanced course but it was probably more of a beginner course I would say looking yeah. back at it now but that really helped me kind of learn the platform all of the basics I kind of needed to know a bit about the strategy and then from there it was really practice obviously I've done a bit more training kind of since then and a few different courses here and there um yeah but majority of it's been practice and you know being able to work with such a wide variety of e-commerce clients you really kind of see what works and what doesn't work and what works for yeah. specific businesses so yeah it's a lot of practice yeah, for sure. And I feel like, like the more you run the ads, like the more you learn, right? Like you kind of learn because so many people are scared to like jump into Facebook ads because like they don't know how to do them, but it's like, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Like that's what I always say to my students. Yeah. Like, you need to really start somewhere, but that's great that you like invested into your education, like two courses uh, and everything. I feel like courses, like they're amazing when it comes to, you know, even learning e-commerce, like Facebook ads, like social media, like really anything. Cause you can just yeah learn really anything like online these days. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so what, what's like, because uh, most of my listeners are like beginners and most of them like don't run ads yet. So what's kind of yeah. like, how do you know when you are like ready to start running ads? Because like, that's yeah. not obviously the first thing, like when you just launch and like, if you're just like the first ever product that you launch, like you have no previous like e-commerce experience uh, and like no one has checked your store, you don't know if it's optimized, like what are some of the things that you think are like the major keys, like the most important things that you need to have in order before you can start running ads? Yeah, definitely. So for me, I always say wait until you're ready. Uh, yeah. And in terms of being ready, in, in simple terms, it's really having sales coming through organically quite consistently. So you yeah. want those sales to be coming through. You want to know that your website's converting. You want to know that, uh, you know, people that do see your products on social media or wherever you're marketing are buying them. So, you know, you have a product that people want to buy is a really important one. Uh, but also having some of those, I guess, warm audiences already. So whether that's through an email list or through your organic social media uh, or just you're getting some website traffic from Google or wherever it is, having some yeah. of those warm audiences already is really important because, not only will it mean your audience is more warm and kind of ready to buy, uh, but also they are all uh, audiences and data that you can use within the Facebook ads uh, to also find new people. So Facebook really works on a lot of data. So the more yeah. data you can give them, the better. Um, so yeah, if you if you really work on building up all of those audiences and you know you have your Facebook pixel installed, so it's actually grabbing all of those audiences and all of the people that come to your website, uh, you will be in a really much better place to then start ads uh, once you do have those organic sales coming through. 
Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's great. Do you, can you also explain, because you were mentioning uh, like warm audiences and all that, can you explain like, because that's a lot of like, you know, all the advertisers use those terms, like when it comes to yes. Facebook ads, <laughs> like cold audiences, warm audience, hot audience, everything. Can you explain like, yeah. what, what like do they mean kind of? <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know. We kind of just rattle off these terms, <laughs> but forget that. Uh, not everyone knows what they mean. Um, yeah, so I guess a cold audience is really a new audience. So they've never had... Yeah any interaction with your brand. They've never really seen your brand. Um, so they're kind of completely new person and they kind of need to be warmed up. So when we say that, it's kind of like nurturing them and getting them ready to buy basically. Yeah. Uh, and then those warm audiences are people that have interacted with you in some way. So they've, you know, followed you on Instagram. They've liked a photo. They've been to your website. They've signed up to your email list, any of those sort of things that are an interaction with your brand and they're already kind of aware of your brand and they've been nurtured in some way. So they are much more likely to buy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's perfect. Yeah, I feel like because I hear a lot of people um, saying when you like mention Facebook ads, they're always like, because um, I feel like Facebook ads, like they, some people don't still like believe in them. And some people are like, no, like, I don't think it's going to work. Like, I never, like, I've heard people say, like, I never personally buy from, from an ad. And it's like, th- 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 that's the difference. Like, you were in a cold audience, basically. Like, I've, because I feel like yes. someone's like, you know, like, and it's also even great for like brand awareness. I wish you know all the different campaign types yeah. of brand awareness, like conversions. There's so many uh, different campaign types that you can like, you know, do, but uh, that's the thing. Yeah. Like uh, it really, like if you do like brand awareness, for example, like it doesn't mean that if you don't purchase from the ad, like straight away, like you wouldn't do that. Like later on, like you might not even realize that you exactly. sometimes found about some brand, like from a Facebook ad, you might purchase them from yeah. them like six months later. So it doesn't mean that they're not working, you know? So, but yeah. That, yeah, exactly. And that, and that's sometimes hard to track as well um, in terms of, you know, how long it does take someone to purchase from a Facebook ad. So yeah, it might not come up, you know, within Facebook ads manager that they purchased from that ad, but you know, that yeah. was the first time they saw your brand. So it is that brand awareness and, you know, getting, getting yourself out there. So even if you're not making, uh, you know, a heap of sales from those cold audiences, you are showing your brand to more people. So it's really important either way. Yeah. Yes. And can you also, uh, cause I'm sure a lot of people are curious about like the budgeting, like how much money do you need to have? Like when is like the like how many sales you need to be getting and like all that um so can you like explain a little bit like what you have seen like with your clients like the e-commerce brands that you have worked with like what's like a good budget kind of that like minimum that you um need to have like when you kind of know that you're ready to like start running ads yeah yeah this is and a obviously very there's not there's not like one for all there's not like that that's yeah kind of yeah thing, so kind of hard. yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I can I can give a bit of a yeah ballpark I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah, usually you know if you do have some warm audiences, but they're not you know huge. Um, which again, it's hard to say what a huge audience is, but you yeah. kind of kind of have a bit of a guess. Um, then yeah, you can probably start on something about like twenty dollars a day, and that's kind of across um, you know a campaign for those new cold audiences, and then also a campaign for your existing audiences, getting them kind of uh, purchasing. So yeah. yeah, you can really start on something like that, um, but that means you will obviously scale it up as things start working. So it can be also slow, obviously, with a budget that small. Um, so you just kind of have to keep that in mind. But I've definitely been able to see results for clients on you know starting on a budget like that, and then once things are working, we are seeing things coming through we can kind of increase that but um if you go in there with these large audiences like if you have a really engaged social media following you know in the in the thousands uh you have an email list with a couple of hundred people um or again in the thousands you do want to start on a bit more so you can actually reach all of those people 
Uh, and the more you spend, the more people you're going to reach, you know, with new audiences as well. So just keep that in mind, um, you know, what your goals are, how quickly you want to reach those goals. You might have to spend a bit more, but if you just kind of, yeah, starting out, just wanting to get a feel for Facebook ads, yeah, $20 a day should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 yeah. That's good. What would you say like, uh, for a beginner who's like, just like getting into like ads, like they have been on social media, like getting organic sales, uh, but they want to get into, you know, paid advertising. Like, what would you say is a good way to kind of do that? Like for a beginner in a way where you're not like pulling up your whole budget, like straight away, kind of like a friendly, like easy way to start. Yeah. Um, I'd probably start with, I always like having, um, so obviously we talked about, you know, the different objectives that you can do for the ads. Yeah. I always like do having, um, at least one campaign that is kind of a conversions campaign. Um, yeah. just because I find like it, it gets a lot better people kind of in from it because Facebook does know that those people, you know, have either bought from ads before or they buy from a lot of things on Facebook. So yeah. it does find, I've, you know, the better people that are more likely to buy. I've definitely seen. Um, but then, you know, if you are just starting out, maybe you want to kind of start with um, a traffic campaign as well so maybe you'd have a traffic campaign which is all of your new audiences and that's going to cost a bit less um, because Facebook's basically just getting people to your website Um, and then you can have that kind of conversions campaign which is with those warm audiences Um, and obviously anyone that comes to your website from the cold campaign is kind of then going to be retargeted through them as well Uh, and then that's that conversions campaign that's really going to get those sales for you so that's kind of a good place to start um, a budget-friendly place to start Uh, and then you can kind of make sure that you are optimizing for conversions and having more of those conversions campaigns kind of as you go on. They're just a bit more expensive. That's also sometimes when you're just starting out, you might just want to, yeah, start with the traffic objective. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so fascinating. Like I remember when I first started uh, doing Facebook ads, like it's so fascinating, like how you're able to literally target everything. And I feel like that's like confusing for so many people. Like that really opens your eyes. Like Facebook tracks, like literally every single thing. And it's so, it's scary, but it's at the same time, (laughs) like we can really use it to our advantage um, to, um, and also like a lot of people don't even know, like when it comes to, obviously Instagram and Facebook ads are like the same thing because like you run both of them from ads manager, but like the way how you're able to target, like even people who like, you know, save your posts, like visit your profile, like, so like in detail so i feel like that's also something that like for beginners like is a good way to start because those are like you were saying like warm audiences who are already like you know yeah. interacting with your posts like interacting with your profile they know your brand already um yeah so i feel like that's like a good place to start or also can i ask you have you because uh, i noticed you were talking about tiktok as well in your instagram pro- profile a little bit have you have you explored like tiktok ads yet at all a little bit. Um, I actually got uh, two brands to kind of come on as a bit of a free trial because, um, yeah. again, still learning them. Yeah, um, that's amazing. And, yeah, I've, I've only had them running for about two weeks, so can't really see too much yet. Um, but, yeah, definitely cheaper than Facebook ads, which is what everyone says, so I was kind yeah. of expecting that. Um, but in terms of the conversions, haven't really seen them coming through yet. But um, yeah. also I found it's a lot harder to target those warm audiences within the TikTok ads. Uh, because they have to be a certain size um, and also you can only kind of get them from your TikTok ads so you can kind of only retarget people who have watched the TikTok ads rather than, you yeah. know, on Facebook or Instagram being able to target 
anyone who's, you know, even been to your profile. Uh, so it's a bit different. Um, and it, yeah, I'd say a bit harder to kind of get going, but yeah, I'm interested to see how they go and um, hopefully we can yeah. start getting those conversions come through because it, it would be a really good way for, yeah, a lot of my clients to just diversify that spend. So they're not just putting all of their spend in Facebook and not relying on it because obviously there's been a lot of changes and um, things can go down and all of that sort of thing. So it is good just to, yeah, make sure you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah, I feel yeah, I feel like that's the key as well. Like when it comes to even running ads, like you still want to actually. What's your I'm gonna ask. What's your thoughts on like the whole like organic versus paid? I actually made a podcast episode about this just like a week ago. Like this whole thing, but I'm interested to hear your opinion because you obviously are more focused on like paid advertising. But what's your opinion on like you know which one do you need more? Like which one is better? Because I see a lot of like brand owners, like some some people just like completely. Uh, don't focus on organic at all. Like they have like really bad like social media presence. Like they don't really do anything organically and they're just like pumping so much money on ads um, and the results aren't that good. And then there's also brands who only do organic and they're just like trying to you know scale with organic. So what's your kind of point of view on that? Like that whole like- Yeah. Yeah, great question. So they definitely work the best when they can both be done together, I would say. Um, But yeah, really starting with that organic first is super important. So obviously if you do have those huge budgets that the big companies have, you can kind of go straight into paid advertising, but you know, 99% of small businesses don't. Um, So it is, yeah, really good to use those free organic channels first um, and, you know, build up your audiences that way. And then paid ads are only going to kind of elevate what you already have. So if there isn't anything already there, as I mentioned before, if you don't have those more audiences, it's not really going to have anything to yeah, increase because, you know, you're not getting any results anyway. So it really kind of elevates everything else you're doing. And again, some people I see when they do start paid ads, they kind of, yeah, stop doing the organic stuff, which uh, it's super important not to do that because obviously you need to continue warming up those audiences. And people, as we mentioned, you know, they might see an ad, um, they're a new cold audience and they might see an ad and then they might go follow you on Instagram um, and then they don't see any other ads. So you need to nurture that person then through your organic Instagram. Yeah. So you really need to, yeah, I guess know kind of where people are coming in, how you're going to nurture them. And a lot of the time it's going to be with that organic and then the paid ads just kind of um, are an extra little, uh, I guess the icing on top of the cake, which the cake is all yeah. the organic stuff. Um, so yeah. yeah, I guess that's how I'd like to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And also like, like you were saying, like when, you know, a person sees your ad, let's say on Instagram, for example, uh, and they go to your profile, like I've seen some brand owners, like they start running ads and they have like, they have like six posts or something on the feed. Like there's like no social proof, like the, the branding is like not there. Um, yeah. And they start running ads and they wonder like why, you know why, why the results are like terrible like no purchases like no one's clicking and it's like yeah it's sketchy right like you need to exactly you know i feel like the organic is like the base and then you know paid is like the next level then like once that's sorted yeah. then you know you can go to paid um yeah for sure what would you say like like tips for beginners like when you kind of start running the ads like um for someone who is like just getting started like should you like learn by yourself should you outsource like an agency to do them for you or like should you just you know take a course like you said like what's your kind of take on that like someone who wants to learn facebook ads and they want to get started like as a brand owner what what's kind of your like advice for them yeah so i definitely would learn yourself before you outsource even if you have plans to outsource i think it's really important to 
still know, um, you know, about Facebook ads and know the platform a bit. You don't need to know, you know, every single thing if you're just going to outsource them. Uh, but it is important to know, you know, the stats, how to read them because when someone else is managing your ads, you want to still be able to see what's going on and also know if, you know, those stats are normal because obviously there's some bad um, Facebook ad marketers or bad agencies out there that will kind of, you know, um, yeah. uh, not trust trustworthy and will kind of, you know, kind of waste your money. So you want to yeah. make sure that uh, what they're doing is kind of correct in a way. Uh, so it is really good to, yeah, have some of that knowledge uh, before you do outsource anything is really important. And in terms of starting, if you do want to start to learn about Facebook ads, I do recommend some sort of training or some sort of course. It can be very overwhelming just going in there straight away and seeing all of the options yeah. and all of the tech. Even just the tech is kind of the confusing part to start out with um, because it is, you know, brand new platform that you would have never seen before and there's a lot of little things that you kind of have to be aware of things can get declined by facebook and all of that sort of thing so it is good to have some training so even if it's yet yeah, just kind of a basic course i know facebook has some kind of free trainings yeah i've never do. done them personally i don't know yeah. are they good i've actually i haven't done that but i know people like some people yeah. recommend it but i've taken like a course as well mm -hmm. like a paid paid course it was actually from like australia yeah. like it was like a course so yeah it, it was really good oh awesome <laughs> yeah yeah i think it is just good to do some sort of training um as yeah. i said even if it's not every single thing you need to know like for me i kind of as i said did that more basic course to kind of start out with start out with practiced a bit and then kind of invested more in those i guess more advanced areas that i wanted to know more about or needed to know more yeah. about so yeah you can just start with something pretty basic first get in there start practicing uh with those smaller budgets just so you don't you know, waste any money and, um, yeah, just kind of go from there. But as I said, it is, is a lot of practice. So yeah, it will take some time to get comfortable. So don't put too much pressure on yourself straight away. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really good. I really want to talk about, uh, cause I've seen this confuse a lot of people and like, especially new, like people who haven't like run Facebook ads, they always like confuse like boosted posts into like Facebook ads and they're always like, you know, doing boosted posts and they don't like get the results. So what's your like, yeah why you shouldn't because in my opinion like you shouldn't do post post really like i would say there's there's a certain yeah. things where you, you can do that um but generally like i wouldn't recommend them so can you explain like the difference and your take on like boosted posts basically yes definitely so i guess boosted posts are paying facebook money to show a post to people in yeah. simple terms uh and that the people can be slightly targeted but a lot of the time uh you know they can't really be targeted in the details that we were speaking about before so it's more just like they've seen your facebook or they've um i don't even know if you can do visit your website i haven't done boosting posts for a very long time yeah so it's up to date I, I, on I all of the options <laughs> sponsored i think it's sponsored now or something but it's basically on the instagram page yeah too, like at the bottom you can see like 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 boost has that or button something. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I think the button actually says promote now. Or promote, yeah, it says promote, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've taken away the boost, but it's still boosting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they like to change the names on us, which yeah. is fun. Uh, but, um, yeah, basically you're showing a post to people that are slightly targeted, um, and that's about it. You can see, you know, how many people saw the post, uh, but you can't, you know, see if anyone purchased from the post or anything like that. So it is really, really basic. Um, and I'd say it's not, it's not Facebook ads. So I, it's completely different. It's in a completely different area. Uh, it's a completely different, um, you know, setup. It's just, it's not Facebook ads. So that they are two different things. Uh, I guess when people think about Facebook ads, they do think that boosting or promoting is an ad, but I would say yeah. that it's not just because it's so different. Um, yeah. and then within Facebook ads, so they're done within Facebook ads manager. And basically there are 
endless possibilities in terms of your targeting, in terms of your objectives. So you're actually choosing an objective that you want to happen. So, um, you know, a lot of the time for e-commerce brands, it's sales. So difference to boosting, you're actually showing an ad to people that will then go to your website and then hopefully make a purchase. And you can make that ad whatever you want it to be. So it doesn't have to be a post that you've already posted organically. Um, and you can also, you know, change it for different audiences if you want it to be really, really targeted to specific audiences. Uh, you can get super targeted with your, your targeting and who you're actually showing that ad to. And of course, you can see so many more analytics. So, you know, through that Facebook pixel, you can see people who have clicked, people have added to cart, people have purchased from a specific ad uh, and then be able to, yeah, optimize and keep those ads going. So, you know, boosting is definitely quick one-off um, things, whereas Facebook ads is really that ongoing uh, ads and campaigns that you want kind of running for a long period of time to really scale up. So yeah, very different things. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't really recommend boosting if you are maybe starting out and just want some people to see your post. Yeah, you can pay for it, but it's not really the best objective. Um, if you do want sales, they're not going to come from usually people seeing a post and you're not going to know if they come from them anyway, if you're boosting it. So yeah, yeah really good to, to do it properly and yeah, go into Facebook ads manager. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that that's so well explained. I feel like um Instagram has something like so like easy because the button is like right there, and they even give you like these not yeah, like they give you like like um like yeah, it's, like, they like encourage you, yeah, 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 yeah. And I never got that because it's like like you were saying, like you don't get like any data, and that's the key, right? To you know getting some success with like any whether it's Google ads, Facebook ads, like you need the data, like you need to see like how everything's performing, like you know. So yeah. that's super well uh, explained. Also. So what can you explain like Facebook pixel quickly? Because I know that's confusing to like yes. beginners. Like what's the pixel? Like how do you do it? Like what does it do? Uh, so what's, what is a Facebook pixel? <laughs> yes. So it's basically a little piece of code that sits on your website and basically tracks everything that happens on your website. So it's going to track anyone that visits, anyone that views a product, anyone that adds to cart, anyone that purchases, whatever kind of events you want to set up. So they're all called events when someone actually does something. Um, and that tracks not just not just stuff that comes from the Facebook ad. So it's everything yeah. that's happening on your website, which is good because that means you can then retarget those people that have come from your website you know, organically um, through a Facebook ad. So it's not just all relying on the Facebook ads traffic and the data. It's kind of everything that's happening on your website. And that's kind of why you do want to get that set up sooner rather than later. So it can yeah. start, you know, getting all of that data because even if you're not planning on doing Facebook ads for another year or another few months, um, you're going to have all of that data to work with, which will make it so much easier and so much faster to get your results. Yes, so yeah, yeah, it's basically very powerful and um, basically means that you can see what's happening um, from the Facebook ads on your website as well. So without that, Facebook doesn't have any link to your website. So they can't, you know, yeah. see your Google Analytics data or anything like that. They need that link to be able to see what's happening on your website um, from the Facebook ads as well. So yeah, really powerful. And in terms of setting it up, um, obviously I find it quite easy because I've done it a lot of times now, but yeah. it's probably slightly confusing when you first go in there. But there's lots yeah. of resources on Google. And, yeah, there's so um, even you YouTube videos. Yeah, there's so many. Like, yeah, YouTube yeah, YouTube yeah. videos as well. Yeah, yeah, even if and if you are with one of those kind of top um, website platforms like Shopify, WordPress, etc., it's really easy and um, it, they kind of integrate really nicely within Facebook Ads Manager. You kind of set it up all through there, uh, and it really just takes you through the steps. So it is it is quite simple. But yeah, if you're if you're stuck, watch a YouTube video and that should should help. Yeah. You. 
Yeah, Shopify is like super user friendly. Do you do you mostly work with like uh, probably Shopify stores? I would say that's like- yeah, mainly Shopify and then a bit of WordPress, WooCommerce. But I definitely yeah. prefer Shopify for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shopify is amazing. I, I love Shopify. I've, I've never used yeah. like WordPress or even WooCommerce. I know WooCommerce is for like really big stores. Like it's great if you have like massive like catalogs. But Shopify is like yeah, for beginners for sure. Yeah, love Shopify. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm super curious to hear. I know I know that like the update was already like over a year ago i'm pretty sure but i got so many questions like when the io um ios like ios the 14 update came uh so many yeah. like facebook advertisers were like freaking out like how it's going to like affect like everything uh and like are ads still working and i know some people who quit like kind of like running ads like they really moved on to like different platforms and everything so what's your take on like are facebook ads still working after the update and what was the update about kind of like what's different now like after the update Yes. So yeah, it was definitely big news uh, in the Facebook ads world and probably the business world as well. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it was kind of the the biggest update we've definitely had for a while. Um, as I said, I've only really been working in Facebook ads for about three years. So I'm sure there was, you know, big updates that happened beforehand. But for me, yeah. this was kind of the first big change. So yeah, yeah. it was quite nerve wracking and everyone was being dramatic about it in terms of saying that, yeah, you things would be completely different and you wouldn't be able to run yeah. ads and all of these things. But um, yeah, in terms of what the update actually was, it was an iOS update. So, you know, if you have an iPhone, um, it's basically those updates that you get for your your software or whatever it's called, um, yeah. operating software. Uh, so yeah, it was basically an update. But with this update, uh, you could actually opt out of being tracked for Facebook and Instagram ads. So that means that people couldn't see if you did, you, did, you would still get ads, but um people couldn't see if you, you know, clicked through or what you did from an ad. Uh, And also they couldn't really target you. So I saw some people that did opt out getting these really, really strange ads that weren't targeted at all, um, like for completely random things because they weren't, you know, being tracked and they couldn't really be nicely targeted. So it was kind of, if you did opt out, like kind of a disadvantage for you as well because you don't get targeted ads. Um, You get all these random ones. So Yeah. yeah, definitely don't recommend opting out if you have uh, that choice. But um, yeah, it basically meant that audiences would be smaller to target on Facebook ads because people were kind of excluded, I guess. And also the data would be harder to see um, for these people that obviously uh, opted out. The biggest change I saw was probably within that attribution window. So on Facebook ads previously, uh, it was like a 28 day uh, attribution window. So if someone, you know, clicked on your ad or viewed your ad uh, and then purchased uh, within that 28 day window, they'd yeah. be uh, attributed to that ad. So it'd say from that ad, this person purchased. But um, yeah. with all of this iOS changes, it changed to seven days, which is a big drop. Um, so that was the main thing that I saw that uh, obviously the stats were, uh, had a, had quite a big drop because we were used to looking at 28-day window, which is obviously uh, a lot more people included in that. So dropping to that seven days um, meant that, yeah, I guess it looks like we were getting a lot less purchases, but in reality, we were probably getting the same. We just couldn't really see them um, because it only showed us from the last seven days, if that makes sense. So that was definitely the biggest change that I saw. Um, But with, you know, majority of my clients, they've been absolutely fine. Um, They still, you know, worked really hard on the organic side of things. So they've been able to, you know, grow their audiences that way. And it hasn't really affected them when audiences have gotten a bit smaller on the Facebook ad side of things. But um, yeah, I've really encouraged everyone that 
was running Facebook ads or is going to run Facebook ads after iOS to really make sure you're looking at that bigger picture. So obviously it is harder to see the stats, a bit harder to see what's happening within Facebook ads. So you really need to be able to see that, you know, maybe the Facebook ads are just bringing a lot of new people to your website and then you're nurturing them for your organic or something along those lines. So Facebook ads still have a part in your marketing strategy and your marketing funnel, but they're not, you know, the whole marketing funnel anymore. So again, like not putting all your eggs in the one basket and really making sure you are doing a variety of marketing and that they're all kind of just working well together, but um, yeah, you're not just focusing on Facebook ads or not just focusing on something else. So yeah, those were probably the biggest changes, but yeah, I've seen a lot of people completely stop Facebook ads after the iOS changes, which is really sad to see, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, I think um, people just got a bit stressed out and, you know, as I said, that initial drop they probably saw and were like, oh no, I don't want to do Facebook ads anymore. It's it's too crazy. It's not going to work. So I think that was yeah. what uh, stressed a lot of people out, but um, yeah, it was, it was a bit crazy, but I think people have gotten more used to it now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's good. So I would say that like for you, like um, the transition, like it was still pretty good. Like you, you weren't like, I'm going to quit this. Like you kind of like, it sounds like you managed like it pretty well, like the whole transition. Yeah. Look, I definitely maybe had a few days where I was like, no, nah, I'm just quitting Facebook ads. It's too <laughs> yeah. stressful. But um, yeah, yeah, I guess I was kind of, I was kind of trying to be more positive about it. And I'm like, you know, surely Facebook ads is such a big thing. Facebook is such a huge company. They're not just going to make it completely impossible for people to get results from ads because then no one's going to give them money. And obviously that's what they want. So they have, you know, found different solutions to to help yeah. us. But um, yeah, I would say it's, it is a little bit harder than when I first started Facebook ads, um, specifically probably for new brands. And that's why I do stress to kind of wait until you're ready and wait until you have that data um, just because it is a bit harder to, you know, completely scale a completely new brand like we kind of used to be able to. So, yeah, that's the only thing. But, um, yeah, definitely still able to do Facebook ads uh, for sure. You just have to kind of keep in mind that you won't kind of see every every single step within the Facebook ads manager and um, other things might be happening that you kind of aren't aware about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on, because I know that like you are just going into like TikTok, like ads and everything, but you have probably like used the platform or your like clients, like brands have used like TikTok, uh, as well as like Instagram. So we always know that like TikTok, it's growing like really fast and like more brands are constantly like, you know, jumping on there and like blowing up like way faster than like Instagram. Like, cause yeah. Instagram, it's always like, it's much more slower. Like obviously we have reels now, which is great. Like that kind of gives the same opportunity to grow fast as like on TikTok. Yeah. But what's your like take on the whole Instagram versus TikTok like what do you see kind of happening like within the next few years like with the platforms uh, and everything yeah look it's interesting to see um obviously a lot of people have kind of jumped over to TikTok Uh, I do think people obviously kind of still using Instagram and it still is a big part of again a marketing strategy and also just for people to enjoy but I think for that kind of entertainment people are definitely jumping over to TikTok a lot more um I think it is really good for brands to kind of get on TikTok um as soon as they can because obviously it's growing every day more people are getting on every day so that chance to go viral might get a little bit harder as more people come on obviously it was probably easier you know even a year ago to you know really go viral so it is good to get on it kind of straight away and just have a play um I feel like TikTok it's much less serious than Instagram and quite a lot easier to just really quickly make a video and pop it up. Whereas Instagram, you know, people put a lot more effort into it and it's a lot more strategized, I guess. Um, Obviously you can be strategized with TikTok TikTok as well, but um, yeah, yeah, it's really more of a fun platform and kind of entertainment. But um, yeah, I think there is in the next few years, especially going to be a real shift on where people are actually going to 
find new brands and also shop um, because it is probably still, you know, mainly Instagram and, and a bit of Facebook. But, um, yeah, I think it will be interesting to see how TikTok kind of either overtakes it or what will happen because, yeah, yeah. I do find people people are getting a little bit fed up with, again, how much time Instagram can take and, um, again, how much effort you you don't have to put in but, you know, you probably should yeah. put into Instagram and um, it can be a lot harder to, again, as you said, gain traction. So I think people are getting a bit fed up with that. I've seen especially. So yeah, I think people, TikTok is, it's new and it's exciting and it's fun and it's quite easy. Uh, I would say, as I said, to just pop something up. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I don't really know what will happen, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely be a shift of mm-hmm. some sort. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's so true about like uh, Instagram, like uh, the strategy is so different. And you probably see this like a lot when you are running the ads because obviously video content, like that's the new thing. Like it's like video content is so important for like all the, you know, whether you're a service or like product, um, you know, provider, but like TikTok, I would say like you were saying, like Instagram, it requires more work in a sense that it's more about like the aesthetic and all that. But in TikTok, like I would say, I'm not sure if you've noticed, like when you have been running the ads, like it's more like how do I say like more like authentic kind of like it doesn't have to be like top quality quality like production like you know shot in like a studio or anything like the ads that I see on TikTok that seem to be like doing really well that I see like constantly are super like just literally like shot at home like with your iPhone but they're still great and I feel like that's what yeah makes TikTok like great right now is because like kind of anyone like you don't have to be like a amazing video editor or like uh, have like a massive camera in order to like you know even shoot the ads there or anything yeah I was actually thinking about this last night I think specifically for TikTok the less an ad can look like an ad the better um so for one of the clients who were testing the TikTok ads on we've chosen just her most popular videos which were literally just her talking to the camera, um, you know, answering a question from a comment, like something really simple, which probably took her one minute to make. Um, But those have been her most popular videos and those are the ones we're using through the ads and they've, yeah, performed really, really well compared to another brand that we're doing um, and they're, I guess, a bit more edited, uh, a bit more professional, I guess I would say. They're not doing as well. So, yeah, it's really, really cool to see that you can use the most basic videos and, um, yeah, that authenticity is really, really uh, well trusted on TikTok compared to Instagram. Um, I think sometimes Instagram can be, you know, a little bit too fake, a little bit too curated. Um, and I try, you know, get my clients to be really authentic on Instagram as well, but it's definitely a lot harder. So yeah, I think TikTok's such a great place to be able to do that and really connect on a deeper level with your audience. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's such, that's, that could be a whole topic itself as well. Like how, it's so important. I feel like that industry has changed a lot, like the past years as well. Like yeah. brand owners are like showing their face, like even on the ads, like it's really like, um, even on TikTok, like you see um, the owners, like it's not about the product anymore. It's more about like you kind of mix the personal brands and, you know, the the brand for the product. Like you're actually like the founders are like showing their faces, like showing the products and everything, uh, which is like, create as well but I know some brands are like really struggling to do that right now because it's not if you're not confident with camera like it can it's uh you know like you need to learn to kind of step step into that whole industry yeah but again just practice and yeah Yeah. it it does take time to get confident but you gotta start somewhere (laughs) exactly okay last topic um that I want to talk about is like the key elements that makes a great ad so like the ad itself like for all the beginners like who don't know like because like you obviously kind of like not anything or anything can be an ad but a great ad 
you know, kind of be just anything like in, 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 in this strategy and everything. So when it comes to like yeah. video ads, cause obviously video ads, like, would you say it's like the most, you know, like converting, I would say, or obviously there's like, you know, carousel, like pictures, there's multiple different types of video is always like, yeah. like engaging, I would say. Yeah, it just depends. I do find for those new audiences, um, those cold audiences, video works really well um, because, yeah. you again, you're trying to grab their attention. They've never seen your brand before, so video can be really good to, yeah, get them in. Um, but usually with those warm audiences, yeah, those kind of carousels and single images even work quite well. Uh, but, yeah, it just kind of depends on the audience and the brand and, you know, what, what video content they actually have for us to use as well. Um, but in yeah. terms of what makes a good ad... Uh, obviously you want to stop the scroll, um, because it is obviously on Instagram and Facebook, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So you need to be able to grab someone's attention. Um, obviously video content is great for that or, you know, really eye catching image. Um, again on Instagram and Facebook, it is important for it to not look too much like an ad. Um, it can look a bit more like an ad than TikTok for sure, but, um, you still want it to be somewhat organic and, um, you know, that really, really professional, high-quality content doesn't always work. Uh, I have found especially, yeah, probably the last few months at least that um, that more kind of organic content, uh, you know, maybe just shot on an iPhone can work really well within the ad. So it's not always the professional content. But, again, I just test it. Um, Facebook ads, a lot of testing. So it is really good to see what people are resonating with and if they do like the more organic or they do like the more professional, again, depending on the types of audience and also your brand. You know, if it's a luxury brand, you probably want to be using more of those professional photos. But, um, yeah, it just kind of depends. Uh, So you want to stop the scroll um, and then you basically usually need to, Uh, convert them in your copy of the ad. So I think the copy of ads is still really important, um, especially on Facebook and Instagram, because that is a big part of the ad. So yeah, usually that image or that video probably isn't going to get them to click or buy just from that. So you do need to kind of speak to them in your copy and also think about what audience you are speaking to. So if they're a completely new audience, you do need to introduce them to your brand, you know, uh, what you sell, why you're different, why you do what you do, whatever you can fit into into the ad um, and really get them to go on your website and check out more. Uh, that's the aim, you know, for those cold audiences. And then if you are speaking to a warm audience, they already know you, they already know your brand, uh, they might have already spoken to you before or, you know, they've interacted with you in some way. So that's really just getting them to buy. So really focusing on those benefits uh, of the product, what problem you solve um, and why they should, you know, get their card and purchase. So, yeah, really, really different types of ads for the cold and the warm audiences. But really, really focusing on that copy is important um, for now anyway. You know, with TikTok ads, you don't really have much copy at all. So it is really different. Um, and maybe Facebook and Instagram ads will change that. I know that um, I've noticed in the last few months that, when you do write quite long copy, which sometimes I do for clients um, within the yeah. ads, Facebook actually gives you a little warning saying that uh, oh. text over 280 characters, I think it was, converts less. Um, so yeah. they give that little warning, which kind of shows that they might be focusing less on the copy in the future. But I still like to focus a lot on it. And um, I do still, you know, especially for those cold ads, like to write a bit more copy because it really is introducing someone to the brand. So sometimes you need to write a little bit more. But um, yeah. yeah, good creative, good copy, speak it to the audience are the main types of things. And then obviously having that strategy that um, underpins it all. So making sure that those, ads are being shown to the right types of people um at the right times yeah yeah that's so that's so well explained that's that's perfect 
Uh, I feel like that that's the thing about like when it comes to copy on TikTok, like there's it's really like a few rows that you can put there. And I feel like that's a great yeah. thing because like you really and also the the sponsor, like where it's a sponsor, like it's really small and it's kind of like in a transparent mm. like a text. So you cannot really like see it. And that's why like so many times like when I see the ads, I'm like I didn't even know like I watched it and like I literally just think that it was on my for you page. Like I don't even notice that it was an it was yes. an ad. So I feel like that's the you know great thing about yeah. like um tiktok and, I, and obviously they're putting like more features all the time like they even shopify has now like the um like the plugin or like the app so you can like you know link your products to your like tiktok profile and everything so yes yeah 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 i think it will really evolve over the next next few months and few years to um yeah be something quite cool so it's definitely a cool space to look into for sure yeah absolutely Okay, we are coming to an end. I have a last question for you. Uh, and that is, are there like any things that you would do differently if you would start running Facebook ads now? Like, is there any mistakes that you made like in the past? Like any things you wish that you would like done differently if you would start all over again now or you would give advice to someone who is like just getting started with ads? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like things have changed so much since I first started doing Facebook yeah. ads. So um, I would do things differently, but that's because the platform's changed. But yeah. um, I think the most important kind of first advice, obviously you need to know the tech, you need to know how the things work, but the strategy is super important. So, you know, we were talking about what makes a good ad. Um, I've seen people with some terrible ads, uh, but still that really good strategy. And they've actually still been able to get good results because they had that strategy and they're showing this ad to the right people. So yes, the ads are important, but I feel like the strategy is a lot more important. So in terms of the strategy, you want to be basically creating a funnel. So a funnel is obviously bringing new people in, like we spoke about, and then kind of forming them up, nurturing them so they get to that bottom of the funnel, which is where they make the purchase. So you want to make sure that you're creating that within your ad campaign. So that's kind of what I spoke about briefly when you say you have one campaign for those cold new audiences uh, and then you have another campaign for those existing audiences that you're kind of retargeting. And they'll have quite different budgets on both of them because obviously the cold audience is going to be a lot larger. Um, But by having those two different campaigns, and obviously you can split it out to be multiple campaigns if you want to get fancy with it and have all different types of audiences but um to yeah keep it really simple i usually just do two different campaigns one cold one warm uh and that really makes sure that you're growing your audience at all times so you're always targeting new people and um they're again kind of coming into your funnel or your customer journey whatever you want to call it and um you're also then retargeting them and actually getting the sales so you kind of definitely do have to be doing both you can't just retarget your existing audiences because then your audiences aren't going to grow at all and you can't just target new people because then you're not nurturing them or converting them they're just you know maybe going to your website so when I yeah see people starting Facebook ads um I definitely suggest doing this funnel um and just making sure that yeah you're you're getting new people in and you're also retargeting your existing people and yeah they work really well hand in hand hand in hand and also with all of your other marketing as well so yeah that's probably would be my biggest advice to someone starting out and I guess something that I wish someone told me at the very start because I didn't really know how powerful that was and kind of yeah just you know would run random one-off campaigns that um didn't really have that strategy behind them so yeah having that funnel is really really great and that means that you can you know again have those campaigns running for a really really long period of time because you are consistently adding new people into that journey and that funnel 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think also like uh, for only like existing brand owners, like having the courage to like also outsource because I feel like that can like that's a game changer for, you know, so many brands like you always like yeah. sometimes like just hit the limit, like whatever business it is, like you need to at some point when you want to scale, you want to get more, you know, where there's client sales, like, you know, sell your products, like you need to outsource at some point. And I feel like that's also yeah. like having the courage to like, as a like store owner, like for all the listeners, like have the courage to like, you know, outsource at some point, like a, you know, person who knows like what they're doing and everything. So it's gonna, you know, not give you only better results, but also make your own life easier because you have expert yes. like handling, you know, everything for you. And you brought, you see that all the time with yeah. your clients for sure. Like, you know, when you run their like stores and everything. So yeah, yeah, and then they have so much more time to do, yeah, the, the running of the business and the growing of the business because they're, yeah, outsourcing those other parts that um, other people, yeah, are specialists in uh, so they can get much better results and also take that off your plate. So, yeah, outsourcing is super, super important once you get to that certain stage for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, thank you so much. I have a last question. Uh, where can yes. everyone find you? I know you, you, ha- you started a podcast as well recently, right? Yeah, yeah. So I also have a podcast for uh, e-commerce business owners really focused yeah. on social media and marketing. Uh, so that's called e-commerce brand builders. If you want to check that out, we just moved to um, weekly episodes. So we were doing fortnightly episodes, but um, moved to weekly. So there's a lot more goodness coming out. Yeah. So um, yeah, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. Um, I'm just at Blossom Media with an underscore. Uh, but yeah, Blossom Media, search that anywhere and you'll pretty much be able to find me. But definitely come and say, hey, on Instagram. That's where I'm always at the most so um yeah we'd love to see you there yeah definitely go follow chelsea also i'm gonna leave all the links are gonna be on the description so you can just go there and click the links also the podcast is gonna be there so you can go after this Amazing. episode to listen more and get more information on facebook ads and social media and everything um so yeah thank you so much for coming i loved interviewing you and go connect with chelsea and yeah it was a blast having you <laughs> thank you so much for having me so much fun thank you Thank you. And I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. Bye.